It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's superhero slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest entertainment news. We love TV, movies, superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week we're covering San Diego Comic Con 2022. That is 2022. your episode, Just your in folks. case you're listening <laughs> yeah. in the past or mm-hmm. in the future, yeah. we're going to give you the date so you know exactly well, what happened this, in this year. <laughs> Mikey, a little, little unknown fact. This is for SEO purposes. Uh, so if someone's searching <laughs> San Diego Comic Con, SDCC, uh, you will find it here. Uh, literally from DC's trailer offerings to Marvel's multiverse saga plan and more, we got the hard-hitting news here for you. Um, and we we were excited. Um, I I will say I, I want to jump into this before we start up here. Um, I like we did three years ago in person. I was on Twitter refreshing uh, the content <laughs> actively as as you were as well. Yes. Um, I was exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I felt like the the best strategy was going to be I'm going to pick one Twitter account right, and then I'm just going to follow that one Twitter account. But then I was like, no, I want the fire hose. So I just went to the SDCC hashtag, and it was just like constantly there was just constant contact. You didn't mm-hmm. even have to like wait to refresh. You would just I was getting scrolling whiplash. Like you know, you look at a screen scrolling too much. I had to pause and like look up to like recorrect for my neck. So uh, that's what that's yeah. what Hall H will do to you when you. You can't be yeah. there. And I kept, I kept like cursing the skies. I was like, oh, if only I was there in San Diego. But even when I have been at Comic-Con, I still haven't made it into Hall H because I do not have the fortitude to stand in that line. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. much respect to you, Chris, who in 2019, when we went together, you stood in that line and got sunburned and still yeah. didn't get inside Man. of Hall H. So yeah. it it has Hall the line for Hall H has its victims like strewn across the globe and Chris is indeed yeah, I am a one of them unfortunately. But we have yeah. a story now, most, from it and that's what matters. <laughs> yes. And I would say, you know, this is San Diego Comic-Con 2022 and the first time back since 2019 and I think most world history scholars would all agree Right, that San Diego Comic-Con did not happen in the last two years because of worldwide pandemic. But some of us on the fringe might say that me, you, and friend of the show, Quentin Parker, went down there and just shut the place down. Yeah, like, we right. just went too hard. And they're like, no, we got to shut the con down for two years. Uh, we broke everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I can only imagine chandeliers every yeah. 20 feet, and we were swinging Look, on all of them. Yeah. They just had. They needed just time to fix Look, the conventions. That's what little did they know we'd show up in an air-conditionless vehicle uh, cruising down <laughs> from L.A. Uh, and totally just, just, just tear it up. Like you said, ruin, ruined it uh, so much they had to shut it down for two years. Um, yes. I will say um, one bad part about not being there uh, was brought up by uh, a friend of ours, um, uh, Pan, right? You know him. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. we I joined his Discord. We, we had a Discord going uh, with, with him and uh, uh, his friend Trisha. And uh, we all – and my friend Brian, a friend of the show, Brian, was in town beside me on the couch. So we're literally refreshing four different channels all at once going through this. 
Uh, but he did say, I wish we were close by so we could use location, like, near me for, for Twitter. That way we weren't getting stuff literally from around the globe. Because even at one oh, point, man. I think you yeah. shared something that was like, I'm like, that's not the real account. They just changed their name <laughs> and image for, for the moment there. So Span- Spanish-speaking uh, yeah. Twitter accounts are in love with the MCU, and I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, but, man, yeah, when you're looking at that fire hose of the Twitter hashtags, you, you just you go to see why like you know those like brazil like uh what is it CinemaCon is like yeah. so popular every year and we never expect it and there's always big news coming out of there because all you have to do is look at these hashtags and see who's participating in them yeah. uh but yeah it's uh, always wild every year uh usually we get new listeners when it comes to our san, Ga- san diego comic-con recap episode so if you're a new listener welcome to superhero slate every week we make a brand new episode where we recap the week's news yes. and we've been doing it for like six years now eight. so if we had to pitch if we is it eight is it eight. really eight? we oh are in the, we are in the, we have seven full <laughs> years under our belt we are in the midst of of seven and a half oh my god right. so our our uh, phase eight if we had to borrow a phrase yeah. uh from marvel and Kevin a, a phase Feige, phrase phase eight of a uh, superhero slate but yeah it's been wild so stay tuned listen to us recap this year san diego comic-con usually we'd give you a little recap of what we've been up to the last week but oh my god i can just i'm still scrolling i'm still scrolling i'm still scrolling like the the news this week is thick and Mm -hmm. we're gonna have to start swimming if we're gonna make it to the end yes that's right yeah this was probably i told mike hey i need half hour to finish the show notes no i needed like an hour to finish the show notes i was like i can't there's too (laughs) many links oh my god the, the the stuff you know coming at us and um we're going to go through this. So let's jump into this. First and foremost, we got three items that are not San Diego Comic-Con related, Mike. I wanted to hit three news okay. articles <laughs> that are not SDCC related, despite our thoughts here. So I'm going to jump in. Deadpool and Deadpool 2 and Logan were added to Disney Plus on Thursday um, or Friday, one of the two. So you may, uh, those in America who have Disney Plus may have noticed there are now Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Logan. Interesting fact about these movies, they're all R-rated, which is the first time uh, Disney Plus has added R-rated movies to their streaming catalog in the Americas. So uh, you have yes, those parental sure controls. Have those. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, set. But um, this, was, this was a bit of a false flag for us, uh, if you will, a red herring, uh, because we thought we would get news out of Deadpool 3, possibly X-Men. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and preface this and say, no, we did not. Um, this was just Disney Plus doing their thing. And, um, you know, throwing us, throwing us off on the wrong scent of the day before their live action panel. Yeah. So. You know, I'll go ahead and this will be the first of many times I'm sure I'll say it this episode. Uh, this convention is kind of almost being pitched as a part one for mm. Disney. They have their own big convention that happens every other year that comes up in September. So if there's any like Marvel, Disney, Star Wars new that you felt like you were owed this weekend, you're probably going to get it in September. So we do mm. have the chance that this Deadpool false flag, as you say, could possibly pay yeah. off in like six, seven weeks. Yep. We do know Deadpool 3 is coming. We just don't have any details today. Uh, the other one I think that is going to be coming uh, to D23, there was some Werewolf by Night, uh, that little series that's supposedly being filmed for Disney Plus to come out around Halloween. Characters include Elsa Bloodstone and Man-Thing will be debuting in this little one-shot, if you will. Um, oh, cool. For the fall. So, Elsa Bloodstone, um, if you know anything about the mythical side, you probably think Blade. She's the kind of the other half of that. Um, her family hunts monsters. 
I believe she will be a um, in the upcoming Marvel Midnight Suns game as a character. Then obviously Man-Thing uh, had a 2005 movie from Science Fiction Channel that bombed horribly. So uh, if you want to go catch that, you can uh, as well. And lastly, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the show that, that, that never quit despite its best attempts. Uh, the character Chloe Bennett, who played Quake, or Daisy Johnson in the show, will apparently get reintroduced into the MCU at some point. Um, played by the same actress, uh, the, but the new backstory, but homages her agents of her time in Agents of Shield. So they are saying like Agents of Shield is a different universe. This character exists in the MCU. We will use her going forward. Yeah. Well, we. I mean, there's going. There's there was a huge announcement in Hall H, which I will still um, wait to reveal if for some reason it hasn't come across to you yet. But yeah, there is going to be a mechanism coming up, which will be mm-hmm. very very useful with bringing in characters from other universes. Yes, a hundred percent. And and this is uh, even if not, I think you know the character Quake is very important uh, to some of the stories that they want to tell. Uh, her powers are very interesting, right? Um, she will just probably not be an inhuman at this point. So. She's she's been palling around with Simulu on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They had like a, a very lighthearted Twitter beef, and then a few weeks later, they are taking pictures together. Yep. So uh, she she's out there. She's yep. she's she's ne- she's networking. Like you know, us normal people go on LinkedIn. She just like hits up these huge mega celebrities and be like, hey, remember me the next time you're in a room with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also have my photo with Chloe Bennett. So if she comes back, I'm like, ah, this this is gonna open value eventually. So um, yeah, we'll do that. But that's our non uh, SCCC news. I was able to write down before literally everything else happened. So um, we're gonna jump into this. SCCC is still wrapping up in in San Diego, right? Um, it's got you know probably a couple more hours so everything's done uh yeah i think they just wrapped up a what we do in the shadows panel in hall h just not long ago so there was still a couple big things that they saved uh for sunday yep yep and um so um i think you know we're gonna say there was a 2021 comp it was like on thanksgiving remember that no one went to like the weekend of thanksgiving (laughs) um so we're not gonna count that but like this has got to be the best presence biggest show for this con since 2019, literally because 2019 was the last one. So I'm um, very, very impressed with what's going on. Let's jump into this. Um, a- adjacent to what we talk about superheroes, John Wick, the fourth movie, got a little teaser trailer. It's not really a trailer. It's more of a teaser video um, showing off him, you know, fighting some people, uh, you know, talking about what he's going to be doing, trying to take down the table, uh, if you will. The end of this shows that the movie could just be called John Wick rather than Chapter 4, taking a page out of, like, um, what was it, Scream, when they did their their new one, they just did Scream again, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it would be interesting if it if it got, like, a subtitle, right? Like, yeah. John Wick survives or something like that. Because they had para- there's Parabellum, a moment- but, like, no one really remembers that. So. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a moment in the trailer, the, the one thing that stuck in my head is a uh, uh, somebody distinctly says, like, John, you can't kill everybody. And then it cuts to a clip where he's throwing, like, an axe at somebody's head. Yeah. And it's just like, I think he can. I yeah. think John Wick can kill everybody. So you know, you know, I'm he, here for it. He is trying. He's going to try to kill everybody. Uh, so, um, yeah. and, like, looks- and like Chris looked up just before we started recording the show, John Wick is uh, owned by, what did we say? Lionsgate, uh, not Lionsgate legendary. Films. Lionsgate, Lionsgate, surprisingly, still a free agent out there in Hollywood, not tied up in any uh, streaming package or service. So um, I like that. Yeah. I like it when there's franchises out there that are still unattached, that are really popular, and you know might bounce around from streaming service uh, from here and 
for yeah. here or there, but like either way, I'm I, looking forward to chapter four. Yeah, exactly. And I think you know if John Wick ended on chapter four, I wouldn't be upset, right? Like if they were like, hey, this is our last one, we're gonna wrap it up, or maybe go to five. Yeah, I, Keanu Reeves does, probably doesn't want to do these forever, um, but you know, well, I, people, people, I think the whole like, watching. Yeah, I think the whole idea is that like you know maybe you soft wrap up John in chapter four. Extend the universe with like TV shows like they've well, been planning on. Yeah, and they then, have the hotel, you know, one, the hotel continental. Yeah, four, four or five years down the line, maybe six. You know, John pa- pops back up for something yeah. else, like John Wick resurrected or whatever. You, you know? think they'll? Do, you think they would do something stupid enough and do a John Wick prequel? Like this was his <laughs> life before, like when he lived with his wife, or like before. He if got they did, his wife. the only way I would be interested in it is if they did it really, really young to where, like, you know, you cast somebody, like, in their early 20s, yeah. right? So it's, like, at the very beginning of how kind of how he became a spy. That might be interesting. Well, it's not um, a spy. He's, just, he's an assassin. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's all the same yeah. to me in my head. Well, as long as they, <laughs> they keep, all kill people. Well, it needs to, it needs to stay, if they do it, it needs to stay hyper-violent, right? And and I agree. It, it's got to be young. It can't just be like a, a DH John, uh, not John, Keanu Reeves. So. Oh, oh um, man. I'm already imagining a dumb moment in a prequel, right? Where he like discovers his love for dogs or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he pet the dog in the prequel trailer. Oh, I got to go no, see it now. He, he only had the dog because of his wife. Um, I, I think it would be, it would be interesting ending that movie. Like again, not doing like multiple prequel films, but like they always try to do, but like it ends with him like retiring or whatever. Um, if we know anything about Hollywood, they will squeeze as much money oh, yeah. out of this franchise as the people that own it will allow them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we know that for a fact. Exactly. <laughs> They're spinning off the hotel. So, yeah. Um, that link, All links that we talk about are in the notes today, folks. If you do not click on our show notes, they are on our website, superherosite.com. They are in your podcast app at the bottom. You can click all these links, see all the videos, see all the images we're about to talk about um, because there are a lot that we're about to go over. Uh, Mike, Primal, first two episodes are out for season two. Um, have you seen these yet? Yeah, this sounds like a, a callback, Chris, to last week on the on the episode when I was talking about watching uh, Gendy Tartakovsky's Hotel Transylvania's movie, which mm-hmm. were a bit of like a womp womp for me. But Primal is great. Uh, they're on HBO Max right now, at least the first season. I don't know if the other the H- two Hulu is on, we're on the Hulu for, for season two. Oh, okay. Two. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to uh, catch it yet, but... It's an awesome show. Go watch it. Yeah, it might be on HBO Max. I don't know. I, I see Hulu when I look at it. But yeah, uh, season two, it, it, people are saying it's fantastic. So, um, you know, uh, we, I know you you caught the first season when we were at San Diego three years ago. So um, Yeah, I saw the, the, the premiere episode there at Comic-Con. Yeah, great. so it dropped uh, the same week. You can check those out on streaming wherever you watch that. Uh, speaking of Cartoon Network animated shows, Rick and Morty. Um, surprise! I believe surprise announced and debuted the Vindicators two short videos on YouTube um, after their panel this week. So Vindicators three was an episode I believe in season three or four of Rick and Morty where they meet up with their mm-hmm. quote unquote Avengers and then Rick you know psychoanalyzes them and they all die. So Vindicators two was a, the, what they did without Rick and Morty or like individual stories of those characters. So um, it, it's it's in true Rick and Morty fashion. It's goofiness. So. Um, these are all on YouTube if you want to go check them out. I thought that was uh, – this. it's always bold to announce something and then debut it the same day uh, or at least within 24 hours uh, looking at you, uh, Cloverfield Paradox. But um, <laughs> they, they seem to pull this off, and it seems like people are enjoying them. So um, check those out on YouTube. 
we're just going to keep moving through these because these are like um, things people might be interested in, but we, we don't have a lot to say. Um, Walking Dead. It is almost over, Mike. Uh, season 11, part three is coming Woo! up. End it. <laughs> yeah. uh, however, the Rick Grimes standalone movies, the three they said they were going to make, have been scrapped completely. And they're doing a limited series with Rick and Michonne, um, who, uh, you know, is, is played by, uh, I can't think of her name, um, Okoye in Black Panther. But um, mm-hmm. two two beloved characters of the show, since they've been gone, you, I would probably say the show's probably not been the same, right? Um, people are just kind of okay about it. So, you know, that's good that they've decided to scrap the movie aspect and do a limited series. Since that's yeah. if, you dro- if you dropped off from The Walking Dead a while ago like I did, and you're look- just looking for a way to fill an afternoon... Go on YouTube and look for recaps of seasons that you haven't watched. It's a wild ride. It's like speed running a TV show. Uh, and it's insane what the show has evolved into. I don't watch it anymore, but I still watch the, the season recaps because it's just, it's it's goofy at this point, mm-hmm. I feel like. But I'm happy to see it end. So yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I remember distinctively the last bit of time, again, Walking Day came across my radar was when they introduced Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, and he. Mm-hmm. Um, beat uh, um, I can't think of the character's name, but Stephen Young's like character, Glenn. Glenn, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, beat him with a baseball bat, uh, and they're like, okay, that that's that's pretty powerful. But since then, everything's I feel like it's been <laughs> off the rails. So I I watched past that point, the very next season, obviously because it was like a cliffhanger. You got to know where it went. And the the single moment that took me out of my, out of the show is when they went to go fight Negan's camp. I think in the next season and they, and they roll up with a bunch of cars and they are just like trading fire. And it's just like, there's no scarcity of bullets anymore, even though there was like a brief storyline in a previous season about making bullets and the cars that they're standing behind are apparently bulletproof and nothing is like phasing them. And then I remember also like the VFX of like the gunfire and the bullets and like the, car is just like this just isn't working for me and then i was just like i don't have to keep watching this show there's yeah. already too much to watch <laughs> yeah a- amc really is uh trying to milk again speaking of milking properties right They're really milking it until until they come up mm. with the next big thing after uh breaking bad kind of went off the air so um yeah new series coming up with rick and michonne if you're a big walking dead fan um not for us but we could probably get a recap or watch some news later on that Moving into our first actual trailer link thing, uh, Amazon Lord of Rings Rings of Power. It's a new trailer debut. Um, I I think you know for me, um, I like Lord of the Rings. It's fine. Uh, Hobbit, not so much. This this show looks beautiful, Mike. Um, from what I watched, like I put it on my projector, you know, big screen, you know, streaming at the highest resolution I could. I'm like, this actually looks better than I anticipated a oh TV show. If like you that. If you just cut off, like, the, I think the end title card that says, like, a new series coming out, yeah. and you showed it to somebody that hasn't been keeping up with the news, they would think that they just watched the trailer for a film. Like, they have poured money into this, yeah. and it's, like, indistinguishable from, like, feature quality. So, even though that I'm not, like, the biggest Lord of the Rings, like, lore fandom person, mm-hmm. like, I think the movies are entertaining, and I'll occasionally rewatch them, but I'm not, like, a Lord of the Rings stan, if you will. Uh, but I, I, I'll sit down and give this a shot. I hope it grips me in a way, right? Yeah. Because um, 
this is interesting. This is kind of like the first Fourier that we have in pop culture, kind of in recent memory, where we're doing a prequel that's so far in the past. Thousands of years. There's there's hard, there's not going to be any like actor character really crossover. Maybe, Mm -hmm. no, not even not even Gollum, Chris. I'm thinking of Gollum as yeah. the creature, but he used to be a human. But I don't even think that human would exist yeah. even yet. I think it was a hob- um, I think it was like a Hobbit style character. We get like, you, we have you know a, a young Elrond and a young Galadriel, right? These are characters, but like they are young elves and elves age. Oh yeah, thousands of years I forgot age. that that elves don't see. That's the thing. I barely know anything yeah. about Lord of the Rings, really. But uh, it was interesting. I don't know much about. Sauron, except from the flashbacks that they do in the movies, mm-hmm. but I wasn't expecting him to be like a kid in this show. I don't think he's a so kid. That... I don't think that's him. I think I think his he's around like trying to possess a kid to to bring him something oh, or other. Maybe but, I don't know. You could be. I'll, I believe yeah. whatever. If anybody tells me anything with authority about Lord of the Rings, I just have to believe yeah. them because I have no way well, to check. I'm not about to Google this. Yeah. I do not care enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, then also I think the you know the big reveal there is at the end you get the the Balrog, right? The the big fire demon. That, oh that, yeah. So like, but again, like you said, it, it's the movie version of the Balrog. It looks just like the one we saw in you know Fellowship of the Ring. So I'm like. This is just a very beautiful show. It looks like they've handcrafted a lot of stuff. Very physical, right? Um, uh, thing. CG's also come a long way since you know twenty years ago. Um, but like, it doesn't feel rushed like the Hobbit movies did. Um, it comes out soon too. I think if I, I think it was like beginning of September, like first week of September. Mm-hmm. So we don't have much longer to wait for Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah. So I'll be watching that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm be tuning in this as well. Just. Uh, not a huge fan, uh, or not a, not a huge, like you said, not a, an obsessive fan, if, if you will, about Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings. But um, if this if this is the most expensive TV show ever made, I want to see what they did with that for sure. Uh, moving on, similar veins here: Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, the upcoming Dungeons and Dragons movie starring Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, um, the guy from first season of Bridgerton was it Reggie Jean Page? I think is his name. You're uh, asking the wrong person. Yep, Chris. Much either. <laughs> However, we got our first trailer for this, and I, I'm here for this Dungeons and Dragons movie because a, it looks like it feels like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? The party is not serious. They're not like we're on a, a quest to to defeat the the evil. They're like we are thieves and we accidentally stole the wrong thing, and um, you know, we we don't have a plan, but we're gonna go drink and think about it, and then also. There are so many classic Dungeons and Dragons creatures shown on the, off in this trailer. Uh, you get the mimic. I saw a, ge- a gelatinous cube gelatinous for a brief cube, second. Yeah. <laughs> gelatinous cube. There's a mimic, the chest. You're right. That that's it's a creature that hides in the chest. Um, the uh, it looks like I think she's a maybe a druid um, turns into a uh, owlbear, right? Which is a, a character mm-hmm. as well. Um, it, it looks fun. I mean, it, th- there's a little fat chubby dragon at some point as well, like the, at the end of it, right? That looks like. The barbarian's gonna shove a sword through uh, their head, so it just it just looks fun to me, and that's that's what I like about Dungeons and Dragons. It doesn't need to be about the dice rolling the rules. It just needs to be like a bunch of people going on a, a fun, I guess, fantasy quest. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure what is is Chris Pine the bard? That's why that's why he's not he's not a fighter. Yeah, he's a I bard. I think I think there's a brief moment at the end of the trailer where you see him with like a little, little uh, loot. What's yeah? Is that what a medieval guitar is called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. 
this movie looks like a big coin flip for me. I can't tell if I'm going to love it mm-hmm. or if I'm going to hate it. So I'll just <laughs> have to wait and see, I guess. It's nice to see Chris Pine again. Yeah. I'm sure he's been out there working, but I just personally haven't watched anything with him in it in right. a while. So I'm glad to see him back and... Usually I don't watch junkets or interviews uh, often with actors, but there was a Comic-Con interview that I saw get clipped and show up in my TikTok feed where Chris uh, Pine had never watched Stranger Things before, so he was on a couch with the rest of the cast, and they were all making fun of him because he had no idea what Stranger Things was, and he had no idea, like, Dungeons & Dragons was involved with Stranger Things. And it looks like, and Michelle Rodriguez was, like, losing it at the end of the couch, laughing it, and she nearly, like, fell off the couch. So at the very least, it looks like there's definitely chemistry Mm -hmm. here with the cast. So we'll see how it goes. If you notice, it's called Dungeons & Dragons, colon, Honor Among Thieves. You already see, like, the series of movies they're planning, right? Dungeons and Dragons, like, you know, colon, next subtitle, next yeah. subtitle, next subtitle, and, so. It, and I think that that's good because, like, literally if they just call it Dungeons and Dragons, like, I would be less interested in this. Um, because I think, you know, I, I think we all know what that is. I don't think there's any more negative connotation with Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's made a huge popularity. Hell, we played it, you know, during the pandemic, Mike, online. Um, it, it's just... This Honor Among Thieves, I could totally see them, like you said, making the sequel to this or like spinoffs in this this world that they're kind of building. Yeah, um, it's a it's a Paramount property, so it looks like a Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. And, they could use this boon. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> yeah. it's Hasbro too, I believe, because they own Wizards of the Coast, who makes it, I believe. Whoever owns Dungeons and Dragons, I, I think it's Hasbro. Um, mm-hmm. I but, think so too. Yeah, I think it was on the start of the trailer. I, like you said, I agree with you. It, it could be good, it could be bad, but I'm here for what it's what, what this trailer is offering me, and I think that's really fun. So, um, if you play Dungeons and Dragons, let us know in the in the comments. I mean, it's making it, like I said, uh, you could be part of the Hellfire Club with your Stranger Things references, or you could, you know, be uh, a regular Dungeons and Dragons player. Let us know. I'm excited. Let us know what you think of this. And the um, yeah, it just looks fun. Looks good. All right, we've got two. This is this is this is all of our non-comic book stuff, okay? Ahead of this, everything else is split into two categories: DC and Marvel. Um, so buckle up, buckaroos. We're gonna jump into DC first and foremost. What a disappointing presentation from DC. Um, they literally brought <laughs> they, two movies of their their upcoming list here. You know, based on the news that came out of Comic Con the lack of quantity i would say not necessarily quality quantity i didn't even assume they had a panel i almost just thought like oh this was just something that they released coinciding with the con didn't know they had people in a room chris yep um yeah the only thing i I read about this was um dwayne johnson the rock he showed up literally in his black adam outfit on stage for this um great good for him he's excited about it now friend of the show brian did bring up a good point are they saving stuff for fandom in the fall? Are they having their own event for fandom again? Right, the third fandom. Um, regardless, missed opportunity here. Uh, you you have you they have two lingering problems right next year. Uh, Aquaman has Amber Heard and the Flash has Ezra Miller. Um, <laughs> but we also know there's Batgirl. We know there's Blue Beetle. We know, you know, there's there's tons of stuff you can give us. Or like, you know, even if you don't want to address those things, just give us a little some teaser footage, some clips, whatever you they, have. And they did nothing. I feel like 
they are not on solid enough ground to present any sort of like timeline up on a screen. Uh, I don't even know if they'll ever get to that point the way they're putting things uh, together. But we did get two trailers that we'll talk about in a minute that I would say were overall a thumbs up. Yeah, nothing nothing bad about quality. Quantity is is my my Mm -hmm. disappointment here. I also put Sandman on Netflix. Even though Sandman is going to Netflix, it's still a a, a DC property, and we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. third trailer as well. So let's jump into Black Adam, the movie coming out next. uh, I believe it's... um, what September? October? I'm going to look this up. It's, it's around the corner, maybe August. Um, but we got a little teaser trailer, a Comic Con teaser, if you will, of Black Adam fighting the Justice Society. Um, boy, they love their lightning effects over there uh, for this movie, um, and so on and so forth. But you know, I, it looks pretty good. It looks, it looks. This is a quality visual movie, Mike. What do you think about this little, little teaser? Yeah, here? we got a little bit more. I feel like we're getting a lot of like the same locales as we've seen in the other kind of teaser trailers. So I feel like I'm not seeing a lot new. I'm just kind of seeing the same shots, I feel like, with different angles or like the next scene after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't realize how much I would love Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Yeah. So I'm curious how they're going to represent kind of his magic on screen, his performance in the trailer looks really really great uh pierce brosnan is our childhood james bond right. so we have a extra nostalgia connected to that man and also i just rewatched um eurovision song contest uh the ballad of ice and fire or whatever it's called uh and he's he's in that on netflix and he's great in that too so i'm just here for more pierce brosnan I, I understand uh, it's a comic book design, and The Rock is a big, strong dude, and I would never say anything bad to him in person because I don't want to get beat up. But the the, ne- the neckline on his costume, it's so wide to me. Like, it's like it almost looks like somebody is, like, pulling his shirt down too much, and, the like, somebody just stretched out. It's just hang- trying to get a big hanger in there, and it stretches mm-hmm. his suit. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it just looks weird to me. I don't know if he's going to get a cape at some point he, he, in time. He does or... uh, in the trailer, the first trailer, he has that hood. I think he also has it here with a cape on it. It's like, yeah, maybe. He, yeah. he'd like, <laughs> there was like this, uh, there was like this behind the stage shot a couple months ago that somebody took of uh, The Rock wearing the suit. I think he was going out onto set or stage. And, like, from the back, he looked like a big baby. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> either yeah. way, there's some cool shots in here, but, um, yeah. Uh, I think the the next trailer in the kind of the same same well, universe well, it's, maybe got me a little bit more excited. Well, Black Adam, we don't know what universe exists, but we do know that Shazam is in the same universe, and Black Adam and Shazam have a history on their power set. So we we'll, we'll figure. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Uh, Black Adam's October, by the way. I corrected myself. Uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, our first trailer for this upcoming movie. Um, you know, really, it's. It, as what do you say? It's all about family. He's watched all the <laughs> Fast and Furious movies, and he knows it's all about family. Um, Zachary Leo, he, he just cutting it up, right? He's having a good time as Shazam. The new outfits look fantastic, and we get to see the villains, the, the daughters of I believe it was Atlas. I said right. Um, it's one of the A powers that that's in mm-hmm. Shazam. Uh, you know, Lucy Liu, Helen Mirren, and then the younger girl. We kind of see her at the end here. Um, we get to see him fight some dragons. It looks like right. Some 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 beasts. Uh, around around the city, he throws a car yeah. at one. I think it's just the power of uh, the writing and Zachary Levi and the the younger kid actors and the older alternate versions of the family. They're just fun to watch. 
I mean, I don't know if it's just because Shazam feels the most like a Marvel movie in the sense of like, you know, it's fun, it's lighthearted. Uh, but that just could be what happens when you have to circle, you know, a superhero movie around a cast of children, right? You know, they they kind of have to ha- be, like, optimistic because their souls have not been crushed by society and capitalism yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's the lighthearted tone that I'm really getting into. There's a fun scene where it looks like they're eating at, like, a burger joint and yeah. they're in full costume and they got the cups in front of them and he's trying to call the signal for his family to show up and he's like hey where are you I, it just it yeah. just looks like a lot of fun the 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 best moment of the last film was when they all turned into the shazamily uh right and now we get yeah. a whole movie of that i think that's gonna be great yeah and and, and um it, it's it's fun i think you know we we don't know very much about this but it looks like uh is it, uh jimon hanshu is gonna be the wizard he's gonna be playing a bigger role in this um, he's he's back. I thought he was dead. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it looks like he was like imprisoned or something. But uh, yeah, and, and they're after his stick, uh, and you know it's all about fam- like I said, it's all about family in that scene. But there's a big blue power dragon, um, and and he's fighting. Him. He's like he's excited. He's like he's a kid, literally in a, in a super powered adult body. He's like I just threw a truck at a dragon. I'm like yep. <laughs> but fun. speaking of kid, the actor that plays Billy Batson is hitting puberty like a Stranger Things kid. Like, they show him, like, two or three times in the trailer, and I almost didn't recognize him. He's, like, shot up like a bullet. So, like, they're almost hitting their own clock, right? Like, in the comic book universe, Billy Batson's always a kid because you never have to age him up, right? But if they're making a third Shazam movie, uh, Billy Batson, the actor, could be old enough to start hitting the gym, and he could just play (laughs) both roles. And Zachary Levi's going the opposite direction. Right, he's starting to look like you don't look exactly like an adult in their prime. Looks like you're starting to pivot a little bit. Even though, like I just said, I would not say that to Zachary Levi in his face, much like I would not say that to The Rock in his face. And they both look way better than I do. But it is kind of funny. It's like Zachary Levi. I think I see a line or two underneath your eye there. Uh, is that what the God, Greek gods have done to you now? But either way, <laughs> the, the new suits look awesome. Uh, you know, just to, you confirm that. And like you mentioned, one of the sister, Mary, the older sister, is has gotten old enough, the actress has gotten old enough, where she is now playing both roles, um, the kid and the, the Shazam and if, power. If that not. wasn't, I feel like that was the case in the last movie, but if it wasn't, it was not, yeah. nobody noticed, so it didn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're working that, and so, I mean, it looks, Shazam is a, a pretty big, I haven't, I haven't watched the other one in a long time, but um, yeah. I mean, it's nothing against what are it, the, it's still a fun movie. I mean, what are the odds? Nearly a hundred percent that the post-credit scene has Black Adam in it. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it seems almost inevitable. I, they've got to show you know how he gets his powers you know somewhere in there. So I I fully agree. Like I I they they've got to cross these two over. So I'm glad they're putting them kind of back to back here at the end of yeah. this. I mean, I know we have a slew of notes here, but I feel like we have to mention also that the trailer very distinctly shows that this movie is set in the Snyderverse, right? They show clips directly from Zack Snyder's films Mm -hmm. and referencing the heroes that already exist in his universe. So it seems like we're we're setting it in there. If we could have seen the top of Superman's head in the last Shazam film, it should have canonically been Henry Cavill. But who knows what's going to happen now? (laughs) Even if they... 
even if he says those names, if those aren't in the movie, I still think it's up for for interpretation, right? Like, like yeah, I think it's kind of for the trailer kind of thing because yeah, Ben Affleck it could always just be the mo- it could always be the marketing department, right? Yeah, exactly, because they could have literally put like I could go back and edit in old clips of this, uh, like you know, here's Michael Keaton, the new Michael Keaton Batman kind of thing. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's it. I, also, funny fact they didn't show Ezra Miller's face. You know what's that? Uh, really hiding <laughs> yeah, him from just, the marketing materials. Just Jason Momoa. He's the yeah. money maker. And, and, well, and Ben Affleck. They did show Ben Affleck's face. So. Oh, yeah. Technically, it was under a cowl, though, so you only saw half yeah. the face. You could. He couldn't get face ID to open up his phone. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, he, no, he trained it with his mask on. So it, 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 <laughs> uh, Anyway. Uh, lastly, The Sandman. Uh, those are only two DC movies. No Aquaman, no Flash, nothing else. Boom. Done, we're done. But we'll move on to The Sandman, which um, is, you know, again, coming up on Netflix August 5th. So two weeks um, when we start C3 2 The Sandman will be on Netflix. Um, this series is adapted from Neil Gaiman's, uh, you know, comic book, which people, or graphic novel, people are like, how do you do this? Is it going to be impossible? This looks fantastic, Mike. I, this really captures the series to me. The villain is the Corinthian, um, who has you know his holes where his eyes are supposed to be, and he wears the glasses. We can see Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer, uh, in a very iconic scene. Is like you know, hey, dream, what pow- what powers do you have here in hell? Um, that's a very powerful comic. Uh, you know, think uh, Pat, think think Pat Oswalt's a crow, right? Yeah, I, think probably, I got yeah, yeah. that for a brief minute. Yeah. So um, <laughs> honestly, you, if, if no one knows anything about Sandman, even better. If you do, you're probably going to be impressed with some of the similarities to the books with this yeah. trailer. Don't watch this trailer immediately after you watch the Rings of Power trailer because it's going to make it look like they spent $20 yeah. on the show. That's the first thing that I noticed when I watched it. I was like, man, it really goes to show you how much polish uh, and money they're throwing into the Rings of Power. Uh, but I'm sure that's not going to necessarily affect the quality because this isn't the type of story that necessarily facilitates a uh, big gobsmacking budget, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming up. Hopefully, yep. it'll be great. Yep, coming up. And, and again, uh, you know, next expe- next week maybe. Two weeks. Is it next week. Two weeks. Drops? Two weeks. Yeah. Um. So expect at least two seasons from Netflix, and then to get canceled immediately after. So uh, get ready. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so we are about halfway through the show, if not less, uh, going into the Marvel panel, and we've we've. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you this. Uh, I split this into two sections because there were two Marvel panels across two days, and now I see why they did this, Mike. Um. Honestly. <laughs> Totally glad they did. Uh, there's two reasons we'll talk about. So we're going to jump into Marvel Animation first and, and talk about this. Uh, and a, a very unrelated note from the MCU, the first trailer for the upcoming, or I guess teaser, uh, it's not trailers of bad, for the upcoming Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur show dropped. Um, mm-hmm. And this is going to Disney Channel, not Disney Plus. So you've got to understand the target audience for the show is children watching the Disney Channel. So if yeah, you the, don't like it, the visual sit down and style. show <laughs> Yeah, the visual style looks fun. Uh, I watched the little clip. The background designs have like this great kind of texture behind them. Mm-hmm. I love the visuals of Moon Girl's uh, uh, eyes. They emote when she has these yeah. uh, goggles on. Uh, yeah, some of the humor looks pretty pretty funny, but you know, obviously, I don't think this is a show that I'll necessarily sit yeah. down and watch. But it is fun to imagine. Right now, since the the multiverse is cracking open, there is a possibility, right, that just as even a fun cameo in the background, mm-hmm. right, if we do get some sort of big incursion and we see a bunch of 
multiversal characters on the live action screen one day, you couldn't see a red dinosaur in the yep. background with a little girl riding on it. And, you know, this yep. is kind of where it's it, starting right here. So that's putting well, a prediction out there. A lot of this animation and the humor style reminds me of those Mickey Mouse shorts that they did for a while there. Um, yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. short episodes. Uh, it's fun. It's lighthearted, right? It's nothing serious. Um, but, you know, the, the, her trying to stop crime and being... Her, the dinosaur is uh, obviously more like a pet, and then her kind of just like missing because she's not, a, she's a child, really. Great, I could totally see her in these figures showing up in stores and on the Disney parks, like a hundred percent a ploy to sell Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur toys. <laughs> so um, that's fine. Again, like I said, this is for kids on Disney Channel. So if you have kids um, and you want to introduce them to some stuff, Mar- some obscure Marvel stuff at that. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is definitely going to be up your alley for sure. Um, so uh, you can check out that teaser here and, and get a get a vibe for it. Check that out. Now we'll shift into the full MCU stuff. We get our first uh, uh, I Am Groot teaser, or I guess trailer, if you will, uh, for the mm-hmm. upcoming animated shorts. There are five animated shorts, um, kind of showing off how you know what is what is Baby Groot doing and what's he up to. Uh, it looks like he comes across an advanced colony of like mites under a rock on some planet who um didn't want to attack him until he either the trailer does this or it's in the show where he farts a leaf and then they get to eat the fart leaf um yeah like i don't i don't know if they're kind of like yeah i don't know if they're pitching that like idea of like baby group becoming a god they yeah. do that uh fun like um upshot from the ground perspective where he's like Groot, but in his like baby Groot noise, but (laughs) so it's kind of a it's kind of a funny take. I did see something out there. I don't know exactly how to take this, but I think James Gunn confirmed that these shorts take place in a different universe. I think is what he said. I think what he's saying is, look, it doesn't affect what I'm doing, so like it can totally Mm -hmm. be in canon. Bradley Cooper is coming back to voice Rocket in this, so. Like, I would not be surprised if these are just uh, journeys, and he doesn't... And Marvel's like, look, you don't have to address them. Don't worry about it. Like, I, we didn't see yeah. any other MCU characters. He seems to be in, like, a like a lush, kind of, like, flowery, colorful planet at some point, doing... Dressing, like, with his leaves in different outfits. He blows up a door on a ship. Uh, James Gunn, he, he may not have had any input on this other than saying, yeah, go ahead, baby Groot's fine. But I, I don't think he has any input on this one. Uh, it seems very yeah, I think disconnected. It, yeah, I think it just goes to show that there's not going to be anything of huge consequence, possibly, yeah. at the end of the short. So just yeah. a, a fun lark, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Five, again, five episodes, probably a couple minutes apiece, right? Uh, he only says, I am Groot, so it's going to be interesting. I'd love to see what you know, Rocket's doing in these. Um, but, you know, we're going to check them all out on um, uh, August 10th. They'll be all out on August 10th, so you don't have to tune in for five weeks to watch these folks. So, um don't don't put it up, don't put it on your calendar if you want to. Moving into to a literally a series that has uh, shaped me as a person growing up, the X Men <laughs> animated series, the the sequel coming to Disney Plus called X Men ninety seven. Um, we have art for this series shown off with the original designs for the characters. Um, so you know all these links are in here, separate images for all these we're about to talk about. So the original designs, these are the characters you know and love growing up, Mike. Right? These are the exactly as you uh-huh. see them in the show. They look like the lines are cleaned up a little bit. Um, probably advanced. Rogue looks probably the most different. Um, and I, I, do, I can't put my finger on what it is. I think her hairstyle has been slightly updated. I think it was yeah. a little bit more mullet-esque 
Yeah, I it, it might look yeah more up in the front. <laughs> Maybe she's got some heavier lines in the white parts of her hair. Um, you know, it just looks a little bit more definition. Um, you know, bright colors, same characters. You, you see even the big wide blue beast, right, that, that you remember from, from that era. Uh, we get to see some new additions to the show. I thought Nightcrawler was in the show. Um, he might have been growing up. But, you know, we get to see Sunspot, Morph, Cable, uh, Bishop, Forge, and Nightcrawler in another shot. They look, as for additions, they look great, right? Like, I think the mm-hmm. art style is maintaining the same. Some really cool things here with the villains. We get to see the five villains. I don't know who the person in the suit is uh, here, but we have Sebastian the Shaw. Re- the, the, the red suit? Lady. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, the blonde lady in the red suit. Who knows? I'm, it I'm could be Mystique. <laughs> Yeah, it could very well be Mystique. Uh, Sebastian Shaw, um, again, uh, Mr. Sinister, uh, looking as you know lavish as ever with his <laughs> things running off. Uh, Emma Frost and um, uh, I believe Callisto. She was a mutant uh, in the, from the underground. And then uh, lastly, we can see a Magneto redesign, Mike. Um, and do you know why this Magneto redesign is important for this show? Please tell me, Chris. Because at the end of the X-Men animated series, Xavier went into space to live with the Shi'ar. So the X-Men stayed on Earth. Magneto, this Magneto we see here in his purple outfit, is now the leader of the X-Men when the show picks up. So um, he he is leading the X-Men in his, you know... Uh, Interesting. Age. So I don't know how that's going to tie into it, but it looks really good. Um, looks looks, yeah. looks as, cool. Yeah. As- as I always say on this show, uh, any writing can make any story great, no matter what it looks like. The only thing that gives me kind of uh, bad vibes is in the Magneto redesign photo, which you can see in our show notes at superheroslate.com, there is a, uh, what's it called? Is it called the Nightwing? Is that what it is, the ship in the background? Uh, I don't think Nightwing. Or the, or the, or the Darkwing or the Blackwing. Oh, oh or it's, it's a Blackbird. It's a Blackbird ship. <laughs> Blackbird. That's what it was. I knew I was close. Uh, that very much looks like a 3D model to me, which is, you know, not something that they could have done back in the 90s when they made the X-Men. So that's the only thing I'm a little bit worried about is they're going to lean into, you know, um, 3D design wherever they can because it makes vehicles a lot easier to render in animation. Uh, but in my mind, it's very incongruent from my nostalgia. So I don't think this is going to be a problem for a lot of people, right? But for me, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have like kind of my classic 2D X-Men, but then there's going to be like 3D car vehicle chases or something like that. It's just a little bit of yeah. a nitpick uh, so, that's kind of kind of going to throw off my 90s immersion, so if you will. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that and say like literally all of these look to be on static backgrounds. Um, they're just showing the characters because none of these were moving, right? So. Um, I'm just going to assume that's a, a static background and they're just showing the ship, uh, hopefully there, um, for that. So they didn't, they didn't show any footage yeah, off. They didn't show any footage off. So we have mm-hmm. no leaked footage to, to, to share with you folks. Um, they did also confirm a second season of this is already in the works as well. So Hey, that's uh, good. That's good. Netflix doesn't do that anymore, so yeah. I'm glad Disney Plus can do that for us. Well, that's great because they get the voice actors and the animation studios and just keep cranking through them, right? Like, you don't have to start, mm-hmm. stop, start, stop. So that's fantastic. Um Speaking of the X-Men animated series, the original series uh, from the 90s is now in story order on Disney+. Plus. I didn't know they weren't in story order when they dropped. Um, I actually haven't revisited, but apparently some purists were. So they made to make sure that announcement was here. I get that. Animation, especially back in the 90s, did not get the respect it deserved. Yeah. And they would throw up episodes whenever. They were like, hey, is the episode that's scheduled for three weeks, is that... 
have a couple more explosions in it. All yeah. right, bring it on up. Those kids like explosions, yeah. right? That's we, how it goes. We don't need to be canonical. Uh, we can move stuff around. Um, Clone mm-hmm. Wars um, was, was bad about that the first couple seasons, having some older episodes in there. Um, also, uh, we also have confirmation this is releasing fall of 2023, Mike. So we're still a little over a year out from it, but we get to see their work in progress. Very excited. Moving on, What If? Season 2 got a title card, and Season 3 was confirmed. So, boom. They're just cranking out more of these, Mike. Some more What Ifs. Um, the showrunners did say... Uh, season 2 is coming in 2023. No word on Season 3, but they did confirm Captain Carter and Doctor Strange and their Captain Carter are different versions. So, you don't have to worry about her episode order getting cut short. Wink, wink. Uh, hint, hint. <laughs> Um, I also, uh, they also said, you know, we have some confirmation that Odin uh, is fighting the Mandarin in an episode. Red Guardian's in there. There's some more Thanos fighting Captain America. Um, I don't, I don't, we have no images from this, so it's kind of sad, but like they are working on this. And we will I think get that there, prequel show. I think there was footage that was aired in the panel for this one, but obviously it was just for the people mm-hmm. there. So, I mean,. And th- there's a good chance that that could have just been the episode that they didn't quite have finished that was supposed to be in the last season. Yeah, there is. There's a the car one. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're working on it and looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We. Yeah. If I, if I find the leaked stuff, we'll share it. Obviously, but uh, nothing, nothing yet. Um, however, the popularity of a Marvel Zombies episode from season one has led to a Marvel Zombies spinoff. Right. We've we've covered this. Um, and they showed off the character designs for the upcoming show. So we have some of the heroes. In, uh, I, I definitely shared these out of order, Mike, uh, I believe. Uh, I've, I've, okay. I've done messed this up. But we have Shang-Chi, Yelena, Kate Bishop, Jimmy Woo um, coming coming in here. So um, I'm going to have to fix these links. But um, that's a pretty like, – it seems like they're pulling Phase 4 characters in, right, as the, the focus. Is that because you think they had the actors already um, – yeah, maybe, or they just had to get the uh, they just had to get the movies out in theaters, right? We have another mm-hmm. screenshot where you get to see Icarus, yes, right, floating in the sky from the Eternals, and I'm kind of curious how, I guess, theoretically, a robot so, becomes yeah. a zombie. <laughs> so they are technically real skin, right, uh, over a mechanical body. So he, they say he is not a full zombie. So he he looks to be kind of like half zombie-ish, half regular right um which is which is weird um but the other villains they they went ahead and gave us a screenshot of that we get you know half of a captain america captain marvel (laughs) the abomination hawkeye um that's i believe that's ghost uh right there and scarlet witch returning again as zombies so yeah high-powered zombies (laughs) the the inclusion of ghost is interesting to me just because later on in the show we're going to be talking about uh, a film that has been pitched as kind of a suicide squad for the marvel universe uh for layman's terms and every time i see like fan photoshops of that there's somebody's always including ghost and i feel like that person is the only one that is a fan or remembers ghost from ant-man 2 so it's interesting now okay i guess since what if is technically canonically connected to the mcu ghost has now made it back on the roster she's she has been thought about and has been included so i thought that was interesting yeah so yeah, hundreds. Of, uh, I mean, lots of characters, lots of information here. This will also be the first TV MA show on Disney Plus. So it sounds mm-hmm. like they're leaning into the um, 
blood and gore features of zombie flicks, right? Uh, to to go with TV me, I never thought they'd have a TVMA show. Um, to be completely honest, they kind of went soft uh, with with the last one. So this is. Um, very very impressive overall and it's premiering in 2024 so we do have a little bit of a wait um we didn't say which part of 2024 so put that on your calendar you can catch catch marvel zombies after uh after what if season two so this next bit spider-man freshman year is probably the most confusing piece of of (laughs) animation here absolutely agree with that (laughs) um so we we had this announced but apparently, um, some of the stuff here is apparently in this iteration of Spider-Man, he is being uh, bankrolled or, I guess, funded by Norman Osborn instead of Tony Stark. And we get to see a essentially a duplication of the um, scene from, uh, was it Civil War, where Tony Stark is in his apartment and he comes home with Aunt May. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get to see you know our comic book Norman Osborn here. The Moving on, we get to see some of the additional characters in, on the second link here, including uh, Nico Minoru, who is from The Runaways, Amadeus Cho, who's, you know, the Hulk. Uh, we also get um, Harry, a young Harry Osborn here. So, uh, and a bunch of other characters they didn't really give us names for. So it looks like, you know, they're pulling some really obscure characters uh, into the show overall. So, um, Colin Peter's so friends. I have... I have so many questions because yeah. I guess I was under the assumption, I'm not necessarily saying this is bad, I'm actually loving the art that they shared. It looks really, really great. But I was under the assumption that this was going to be like a 3D animated show similar to oh. What If. I kind of figured they were setting up like a 3D pipeline uh, for all of their yeah. animated so, stuff. Um, no, I, I've always been under the impression it was a look-alike old-school comic book uh, animation like this. So like, it looks like they're 2D drawing comic books and then animating them so yeah i i don't know looks, where you would have got lo- it's, it's totally fine but it, yeah that's what's going with yeah it looks great but also at the same time the last time we talked about this show it was very much pitched as like a prequel for uh homecoming they're like we're gonna show you what tom holland was up to before like tony stark walked so, into his apartment and put him in civil war I, but that is totally yep. pivoted i think i think actually that was going back that was an assumption we made they just said we're giving a spider-man origin animated story um and that that's the the disappointing part of this is we'll talk about in a second that it is not in the mcu because the second image we or i guess third image we have here are villains that he would face and that includes you know the scorpion dr octavius uh, the Chameleon and some other ones I don't really know who they are. We'll probably learn as we go. Yeah. But those are like big characters you're not just going to put in your animated show and get away with. Yeah. Especially because I mean, he sure... met them later in No Way Home. Yeah. I'm sure this is going to, you know, look great, you know, interested in it for sure. But the fact that you kind of are taking this away from the connection of Tom Holland, whether it was intended to be or not, all I can say is every everybody out there mm-hmm. that like kind of tracks the MCU news, we all were just under the assumption, so we should go back yeah. and check and see what was actually yeah. officially said. Uh, but if this isn't connected canonically to you know Tom Holland Spider-Man, in my head, this is just another Spider-Man show, yep. which there is a ton of them out there. It, Honestly, it makes it a lot less special to me, even though I love the look of the design. But yeah, Spider-Man animated TV shows are a dime a dozen. They get yep. cranked out all the time. And even if this one might get more love, more attention, more budget, it 
still is kind of just uh, I, add another one to the well, shelf, right? I, I don't think it's going to get more budget based on, on what this is, or, or, or it might get more love, but I don't think it's going to get more budget. The second image we show that kind of gives me an implication that this is not MCU uh, as well is we get to see a suits, right? Well, he didn't have suits mm-hmm. before he met Tony Stark. Um, so exactly. these these are all new suits. I, I love their designs. I, I'd love to learn more about them, right? Like, what are their purposes? What are their functions? So we'll we'll learn about that. Um, the interesting part is they're bringing Charlie Cox in as Daredevil in the show. So mm-hmm. um, that's like the only MCU connection at this point because Tom Holland is not voicing the character, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so they're really, they must have thrown the biggest wad of cash at Charlie Cox. Uh, recently to have him do all this stuff. <laughs> no, I think he, I think he's just I think he's just happy to be uh working yeah. again with, with uh Marvel yeah. more officially, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess he did he did a good job. He earned a lot of goodwill when he did that yeah. Daredevil show cuz it was a great show. He made a great performance and that means he yeah. gets to stick around and and do more. Yeah. And lastly, we get to see Doctor yeah. Strange in this which is not our Doctor Strange we're used to. It's very comic book Doctor Strange, right? So I'm leaning this canonical status as unknown, but very unlikely. Season two has been confirmed as Spider-Man sophomore year. So at most, we might get, what, four years, four seasons out of this. I don't know what yeah. the episode order is. Um, so Sp- yeah, if they want to get a fifth season, they could call it Spider-Man gap year, right, yeah, before exactly. he goes off to college. Yeah. But like I said earlier when we were talking about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, there's always a multiversal chance mm-hmm. Right, so, that maybe something me, out of this could pop up let later. Me, but let, I don't let me know. let me let me lean into something. So we're last bit of Spider-Man Fresh Premiere, 2024 on Disney Plus. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go into the next thing here. We're gonna talk about live action MCU animation is over, and here's the mm-hmm. part I think that is gonna be important going forward, whether we like it or not. Animation is not on this chart. Animation is on no Phase Five or Phase Six chart. We're about to talk about. I think mm-hmm. animation is out the gate canonically now. They are just like, do whatever you want. We'll say it's a multiverse, but we don't care. Like, literally, um, what if never like doesn't affect us? Just do whatever you want in there. Like that's kind of like it sounds like the directive going forward is do whatever you want animation, but you are not in our main universe. Um, yeah, I have a strong feeling that whether they wanted to or not. I think the production schedules are just too long to try to mm-hmm. fit it within, like, especially a streaming schedule, right, where they are turning over a lot of these shows within a year. Uh, yeah, like we just said with, like, with X-Men, right? We're not going to yep. be seeing it for a while. We're not going to be seeing some of these stuff for, like, two or three years. So it's probably – they just had to probably make a decision. Like, huh. we just can't fit it, it in. We can still make really fun multiversal stuff, but it, we, they we can can't make- expect people to – yeah, well, they make homages, right? Like, literally, um, in, mm. in Doctor Strange, we got Captain Carter and a yellow wheelchair, you know, Professor Xavier from the mm. X-Men show. Totally fine, but doesn't mean anything they did in those shows is going to affect, you know, the universe going going forward. So, um, mm. Disney seems, uh, not Disney, Marvel seems to be like, you know what? Animation, just have at it. Do what you want to do. We're going we're gonna to do what we want in live action. And um, if you want to, again, we may not be the audience, Maybe kids shows, right? Spider-Man freshman year. Maybe great for kids. We don't know yet. So um, we'll, we'll check it out. Spider-Man's kind of universal. But let's get into Phase 5. Phase 5. Um, I'm sorry, Phase 4. I jumped ahead of myself. Phase 4 for Marvel. We were there when we... Or we were in the same town when they announced it, right? San Diego Comic-Con. 
All in the, the movies. same zip code, Chris. That's right. <laughs> uh, we could have thrown a rock and probably, you know, hit hit the building. Um, but you know, we have a, a new um, decree from Kevin Feige himself. Phase four is done with Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and he has mm-hmm. laid out. Um, he he went and said, "Use that cosmic background that we use on everything, and make a timeline <laughs> of Phase Four, starting with WandaVision, Falcon and Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Hawkeye, Spider Man, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, Miss Marvel, the recent Thor: Love and Thunder, the upcoming She Hulk in August, and finally Black Panther: Wakanda Forever in November. We are done at the end of this calendar year, Mike. So definitively done." That means we have two properties left to get through Phase 4. One, She-Hulk, coming out in, what, three weeks, I believe? Um, uh-huh. Maybe four weeks. Uh, Attorney, She-Hulk, Attorney Law, uh, August 17th. We have a brand new trailer drop for this series. And um, so you want to get my attention? You blow an air horn at somebody at the first start of your, at, at the start <laughs> of your show. And you do something at the end. You start with a, uh, an air horn and you end with an even bigger reveal. So, um, I, I haven't talked to you about this, um, but what do you think about it? Yeah, it was a fun trailer. Uh, I love just Bruce messing around with another Hulk. It feels like he can finally, like, you know, share some of his knowledge of what it is to be a person with this very specific power, but yeah. kind of seeing him get, uh, <laughs> uh, worked over, yeah. uh, by, uh, Tatiana Maslany's Hulk quote, in, unquote, in every facet was really, really jealous. funny. Jealous of her? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. There was that fourth wall breaking moment, yes. which was interesting because it surprised her. So it almost seems like, is that the first time it happens? Does her becoming a She-Hulk like mess with her brain chemistry I, to where I don't she think feels she, like she needs to break the fourth wall? I think you need to rewatch <laughs> that. I don't, she wasn't surprised. She was caught by Bruce turning around and looking at her. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Because like, he's, oh, still, he's still a lot... He, like, he hears her say this, and we know she's looking at the camera, but he may not know. So I'm interested to see how yeah. they play this off. Um, yeah. E- either way, it was funny. And not really. I'm not really analyzing it yeah. uh, too much. The I think the thing that I took the most out of this trailer, you know, that's not including the very very last teaser scene, was like her boss at the law firm says, "Oh, now we have superheroes coming out of the woodwork, and I want to create, you know, a sliver of our, you know." law firm that you know does superhero law and i was like okay i would really much enjoy somebody in the mcu at some point in time address the ever-changing landscape of what it is to be a human on this earth right you know we kind of meticulously followed all of these movies over the years and we've seen how people have become superpowered. They're either super smart, super rich, and they can make superpowers out of technology, or maybe it's something alien related or science adjacent, right? So if we're just gonna have like normal street level superheroes that are just causing something more than a minor inconvenience, how is that happening? They showed like, you know, that frog person does that frog person man. have a name right? Yeah, fro- frog, frog man. man. Yeah, he's actually a, where, a powered superhero, a tech, yeah. a tech, a where, tech superhero. Sorry. Yeah, where did Frogman's powers come from? Like, 
you know, in the comic books, you know, if you were kind of a more lighthearted comic, you would do something kind of wacky like they did in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, where Jamie Foxx falls into a pot of eels. The dumbest thing I think I've ever seen in a superhero movie for how somebody gets their powers, right? You can't really do that anymore. The MCU is a little too serious. So, yeah, I am kind of curious, but it seems like maybe we'll address a little bit of that because we see literally other superpowered people in this show. So... So far, what I've seen it, looked very, very positive. It, it's it looks funny. It looks humorous. I think you know people were worried about the CGI earlier on. I think the CGI there's improvements, right? It looks better mm. with her as the Hulk. Takes time to render, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, it's great. I think it shows. I think we see like what a mag- some magical looking creatures, like maybe elves or, or like some sort of goblins in in, in the scene. Uh, it looked like she was fighting the wrecking crew with some magic imbued things which shows me like and then we get wong so i'm like okay it, it, you know you're talking about how do these people get like is there like a magic problem in new york because of you know the the sanctum um probably probably not, i hope it's not just magic i want some science and tech powered heroes right we're gonna see emil blonsky of course and then the end credits we get to see the littlest glimpse of the red and yellow daredevil outfit mike um they, they cut him short you don't see the helmet you don't see the head but we all know those sticks when we see them we know yeah, that's charlie get cox to, in there you get to see you get to see the torso they have one full body shot but he's crouched over landing from a jump and yep. he's far away yep. if you if you analyze that scene you can see i think like you said like a little bit of yellow some of yep. the dark suit right it looks really really yeah. great and then we just have a close-up of his abdomen so uh, they're leaving. They're leaving you guessing. So this theoretically should be the exact same Daredevil we saw in No Way Home, right? I yep. can't can't imagine it being any other yep. version of that. Well, there's a the, the character who plays Daredevil, Charlie Cox, um, got I mm-hmm. think three credits on screen this weekend. So we'll talk about that third one in a little <laughs> bit. Make me leave. But also, he's a lawyer, right? Daredevil's a lawyer. Wouldn't it be interesting to have one lawyer and another lawyer on screen at the same time? I think so. Yeah, I guess there was a scene in the trailer I do remember when she's talking to Wong of like, oh, we do things by the book over here. <laughs> the book of Ashanti? No, the book of the laws. Law. Yeah. So it, se- it seems like She-Hulk will not quite necessarily walk down the street and grab a criminal that mm-hmm. has gotten off easy. You know, she will go the lawyer route. Yeah, she she was afraid of tearing up her suit fighting... Um, a titania there in, in the courtroom as well <laughs> yeah. so spandex will be your best friend <laughs> yeah so very very exciting. this looks funny nine episodes uh right i think nine episodes half hour episodes so yeah. I, I think they're and gonna breeze by like we said last week on the show this not only is it the last disney plus show in this phase of marvel this should be the last disney plus show in that first initial production push for Mm -hmm. disney plus so maybe we could see uh there's a little bit more of a tail on she hulk right when it comes to production so maybe there could be some pivots within this show Mm -hmm. if you felt like the disney plus series needed to make some adjustments maybe we'll see a little bit of that here so everything after which i think uh, wouldn't be Loki season two, would it? What is the next Marvel Disney Plus show? Um, it would be uh, on the list down here, Secret Invasion, actually. Secret Invasion. Okay, so maybe Secret Invasion. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, they, but, they have filmed Secret Invasion are in the middle of reshoots. So, yeah, 100% um, could, could have, have a stinger on there. But also, it's the end of phase four, and we'll talk about what this whole means at the end of this. 
Uh, moving along, uh, the last movie of the year for Marvel is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And let me tell you what, I did not expect a trailer this weekend, Mike. Um, however, they gave us a trailer. And this is by far one of the most emotional Marvel trailers we've had in a long Ooh, time. Um, this is great. If yes. you have been to a Cinemark movie theater, I think in the last year, they have like this little preamble trailer that says, don't watch what's the James, what was the last James Bond movie that came out? The last Daniel Craig one? Oh, No Time um, to Die. It's not Skyfall. No Time to Die. Whatever it is. No Time to Die. They're like, if you want to watch No Time to Die, you don't want to watch it on a tiny screen and then the screen explodes. It's like, you want to watch it at the movie theaters because it's cinematic. You need to watch it in mm -hmm. a movie theater to make it cinematic. And then so yeah. the, the term cinematic has just been stuck in my head for a while. And when I watched this trailer, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, this finally feels cinematic. Yeah. I'm not saying every Marvel film needs to reach that level, right? You know, we all go to a different Marvel movie for a different reason. Popcorn, fun, action, comedy sometimes. But this actually, this feels like a film yeah. based on this trailer which we have gotten before in the mcu but it's nice to see it come back around again a lot of emotion obviously tied into they even they talked a lot about chadwick boseman in yeah. the panel itself and then they aired this uh trailer but yeah i was like chris and i were saying at the top of the show i was refreshing that twitter feed constantly because like oh, yeah. i know this trailer's coming where is it where is it and then it finally landed i had it queued up ready to go my wife was outside planting flowers. I was like, get inside now. we got a Black Panther trailer to watch. And it was, it, man, it's great. It looks awesome. It it weirdly kind of has Avatar Way of Water vibes to yep, it. it does. Just because it has that kind of more of a um, like melancholy feel to the it's, trailer. Well, you know, more of like lower dulcet yeah. tones. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a... a, a remix a cover of No Woman No Cry by Bob Marley done done by a woman uh, and it, it, the pace of it picks up and I believe they said the pre-order or the pre-music releases tomorrow the 25th and it picks up you know with Kendrick Lamar at the end of it so they really use this you know I I, I don't know the, the music to their advantage right yeah. to, to let well, the music was really music there it was really effective in the last Black yeah. Panther movie too Kendrick Lamar did yeah. the whole and, uh, soundtrack yeah so this trailer, um, I mean, not only deals with, you know, we have to, to address the past, you know, Chadwick Boseman, the, the mantle of Black Panther, the, the Wakandans, but also they're introducing Namor. They confirmed it. They gave us the actor. They mm -hmm. gave us everything in this trailer. No more, no more secrets about this. I, I mean, there are secrets about this, but like, <laughs> literally, it's not like they're hiding uh, the Atlanteans in this, right? And, and we get mm -hmm. to see this. There is, um, like you said, a water birth, a whale's... Uh, Atlanteans on Wales. Um, we get to see, you know, Namor. It looks like it's like maybe his city is burning and him as a king. Uh, I did see the the introduction of Riri Williams' Ironheart in a couple scenes, and the Funkos that went on sale right after show that her um, suit looks a lot like that concept art we we shared a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, as We're well in, uh, as goggles and some headphones. Yep, and, and like the the arms like had that like grippy thing with the blaster on it. Um, mm -hmm. Also, the confirmation of of Atuma and Namora as well as characters, um, and, and Atlantis. This 
there is so much behind this I don't know, and I want to watch this trailer over and over again. Um, oh, yeah. It was great because I, I felt like not only was it a great teaser trailer, right, where you just could kind of see the current state of Wakanda, where just everyone is just emotionally raw. There's, like, a great performance um, from uh, uh, T'Challa's mother. Uh, yeah. in the throne in the throne room but also they peppered like story based action scenes it looks like there's some sort of like science lab on a ship which you yeah. know you could just only assume like the Atlanteans uh, uh, are involved in some way there right but there's also military people yeah. involved too so there's lots of uh, looks like warring uh, factions going on here so yeah and it just it felt great it was yeah. great to see a trailer like this and I was getting a little worried because I thought I did my research prior <laughs> to Hall H and I thought it was only going to be 60 minutes because that's what this article told me I should go back and yeah. find it so I can tell them they, they did me wrong they did me dirty this was like at least 90 minutes because we were hitting that 60 yeah. minute mark and they had the Guardians of the Galaxy out on the stage and I was like they haven't even touched Black Panther yet I was told yeah. I was getting a trailer where is it so I was extra happy to get it and it's so great knowing that like this is coming out in November, November. you don't have to wait yeah. super long for this so I'm, yeah. I'm stoked I'm it ready it's going to be great I want to see the box office literally explode. We mm-hmm. we saw all the money that this made domestically and also worldwide when the first Black Panther came out. Uh, let's let's tear into it again. Let's put up some yeah. good numbers. Yeah, and the end scene uh, they don't give us any Black Panther till the end, and I'm fairly mm-hmm. certain that's Shuri. Right? It looks like a, a female body in that that outfit with mm. the black and gold. Yeah, they obs- they it's obscure it enough that kinda yeah. it leaves you it leaves yeah. you guess. So so it's not about the Black Panther, it's about Wakanda and Atlantis. And I think that's gonna be a great story mm. to tell here. So uh, coming out November eleventh of this year. Okay. And then after Black Panther, uh, we thought, you know, we, we know what movies are next year, twenty twenty four. We've seen it. We know it's Captain Marvel, Ant Man, uh, and um, uh, what was the other Captain Marvel or the Marvels, Ant Man, and Guardians Three? Right, uh-huh. wrong. Kevin Feige, he's like, yeah, hell with you guys and your plans next year. And a little bit after, here is Phase Five, the whole phase, Mike. The, not even just like a partial tease. They drop all the limited series and movies we're gonna see for Phase Five, and that goes through adding an extra one in 2023. Um, so I, I think it's four movies in 2023, and then even a couple in 2024 um and the worst part about this was some of these were (laughs) spoiled through like trademark copyrights like Mm -hmm. on friday uh before they announced it so of course we knew some of this was coming but we'll talk about this and also phase five if you look at our chart here in our notes uh does not include any animation so they are um i guess on a different release schedule right like they're like your your shows just come out when they come out Mm -hmm. we'll fit them in between ours somewhere along the lines but i would not be surprised if we see some overlap based on the schedule coming up here. So let's um, let's jump into it. First and foremost, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Um, they were giving out posters before this, showing off um, Scott Lang in a suit, um, Hope Van Dyne in her suit, and then a new purple suit uh, with someone wearing Converse sneakers, Mike. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you caught that, but it is, um, I, we believe this is Cassie Lang, um, Scott's daughter in, in this. Yeah, book. they, uh, they had the advantage of Endgame, right, where they were able to age up the character, right, pretty quickly yeah. on the screen. And then also, I'm sure there has also been time between 
Endgame and when this movie yeah. comes out to where you don't have to necessarily have a child actor. You can have like a young, a adult. young, a young adult as as they would and, say in that in that role. And I believe they recast the actress who's actually in Endgame as well uh, for this. So yeah, I think they yeah because I saw uh, images of her floating around on social media. Yeah. I wasn't super familiar, but the older we get, Chris, every yeah. year we become a little bit more out of touch with teenage yeah. actors. So no surprise there. <laughs> yeah, and her suit also looks a lot more like Hope's than Scott's does. Uh, if you look at how uh, I was laid out, no belt um, and stuff like that. The other thing that's very important to notice in this, you may have already seen it, is Kang is in the background. Um, the um, uh, Jonathan Majors version, he's just blue and in this blue background. He's got very, very piercing uh, glowy blue eyes and his uh, traditional helmet on as well, which is really cool mm-hmm. looking here. Because yeah, I just want to see, a, I wanna see a cranky uh, Hank Pym. I know he got his wife back, so he might be less cranky, but I love that there was just an opposition to kind of the mm-hmm. Avengers, uh, at least technological superiority when it came to Hank Pym. He's like, I can do anything Tony Stark can do and better, and I don't really like him or his family. So I would love to see a little bit more of that dynamic just because I think it's really funny. Yeah, and I, I believe that I, I, I'm fairly certain they're going to be in here, right? They're probably just like minor characters. Um, because I think, you know, maybe what's her name? Um, Hope's mom. Uh, is uh, Janet was in the the this realm for so long? Maybe she has some beef with Kang that we don't know about that could pop up. Yeah, I yeah I suppose he could have he could have been there. Uh, I just personally need some redemption. I wasn't a big fan of the sequel to Ant Man, so hopefully I, I know Peyton Reed is returning to direct the third one. So I don't know if that means more of the same or you know if you're a good creative person you kind of take in feedback and adjust and uh move forward so there definitely seems to be a lot more going on in this right Mm -hmm. i feel like the history of the ant-man standalone movies have always been oh this is what you get after your big movie right oh after uh avengers uh age of ultron here's an ant-man movie here's another ant-man movie so it yeah. seems like the stakes have never been this high for and, Ant-Man and his crew. Yeah. And and they used Ant-Man in particular as a very very important part of Endgame, right? Like his, the power his mm-hmm. powers, the quantum realm very much crucial to how that movie operated. So I think they've even elevated him and what he does on a higher scale, more so than we've, mm-hmm. we've seen before. Like it's not about stealing a shrinking building. It's about stealing the power to control time uh, itself. Um, they also did, uh, you know, name drop Kang the Conqueror on stage. So, you know, we, we do know that this is Kang coming uh, yes. for Jonathan I think, Majors. Uh, I don't know if it was during this segment or if it was later on, but Jonathan Majors was there was this on one. stage. He specifically yeah. said there will be conquering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yep, it was, who it knows was what that panel. means, but I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is coming out February 17th, 2023. So this is the first movie of Phase Five and for 2023. Mm. Moving on, Secret Invasion got a new uh, logo. I think this is like the third logo they've given us um, for this. <laughs> uh, but they confirmed the return of Kobe Smolders. They brought her out. Um, you know, she would place Maria Hill. They brought her out on stage. Um, it looks kind of like these letters, are like half and half, maybe representing the duality of, of scrolls, right? Um, mm-hmm. Covering up. But there's really not a lot we can read into the logo. Uh, the other important part here, they did confirm Don Cheadle will return as War Machine in this series as well. So, whether yeah, they've well, added that's him or not. One, 
that's one lack of logo that we've that we've seen that we kind of expected is maybe Armor Wars, which was uh, teased back in 2019. But as we said, there is a yeah. pseudo part two coming up in September for D23. So who knows? We could see Armor Wars. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit for sure. Um, but Secret Invasion's coming out spring 2023. Uh, Mike, you know we know they're they're doing um, reshoots, so that'll be the next one. Uh, that's literally, our, I think, our next Disney Plus show that's in the MCU adjacent. So mm-hmm. um, high on my list, right? Nick Fury coming back, um, and, and all the characters involved. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We are finally here after the firing and rehiring of James Gunn. Um, <laughs> they've got him back for Volume Three. Uh, they have a new logo. We were trying to determine uh, locally, you know, is, is this like an 80s vibe logo? Is that the neon gold around the the sign? Like, what, what are they going with here? It's just gold because of uh, Adam Warlock, right, and the, the gold people from, from Volume mm-hmm. 2. The most interesting part of this is literally actor from Peacemaker, uh, Chuck Woody Awuji, um, arrived literally at the Comic-Con in full high evolutionary <laughs> costume. Yeah, that was great. He like walked in from the back of the the back of the room, the audience, yeah. walked right up to stage. He was like posing for pictures and character, reminiscent right when of Tom Hiddleston came out as Loki that one time. Yeah. So that's great. I love that you know because that's not easy to do, right? You have to bring up a whole makeup crew, the suit. You need a private, very private area where somebody can put on all this makeup. I'm sure he had to show up way earlier than everybody else to get in a chair, but he was eating it up. He loved it. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's something as well. Suits are made for movies, not for, you know, Comic-Con. So, like, that's interesting. It's great that he was able to come out in it. You didn't get a lot from him, but I did share with you, I shared with Mike some leaked footage uh, from this uh, panel um, it showed Mantis dancing and then a very cute baby Rocket raccoon. Yes, I saw that little bit of a leak. And uh, Rocket, he's kind of like a little bit of a, a hanging thread, right? We haven't really got a lot about his backstory as we've seen some of the other characters have backstory. So yeah. expect to get um, more backstory. Yeah, I mean, a baby raccoon, you're going to get your heartstrings tugged on a little bit here mm-hmm. as he's turned into Rocket. So yeah. uh, it's going to be a very emotional trip here. And this is, he, they come from, this is the last of the guardians saga so yeah we we kind of already knew that and just uh for everybody peace of mind james gunn did say things have to end but that doesn't mean everyone's gonna die (laughs) so uh expect the guardians to disband but of course you know the at least some percentage of this crew is going to stick around and be transported on to other adventures Mm -hmm. but i i I wouldn't be surprised if maybe this is chris pratt's last outing as star lord Mm -hmm. I, maybe, maybe I wouldn't say. I would say probably. I think Drax would be more likely, since you know um, Dave Batista literally hates everyone he works with after like three years anyway. So um, <laughs> he's like, I hate studios. I don't like them. Um, so I, I can see them do that. Um, but yeah, if, if anything else comes out, this, we'll let you know. Um, he did say he, uh, James Gunn said he was sad that they didn't have any foot like a full trailer, but they are working on something as quickly as they can uh, to get mm-hmm. it out. So I'm very very excited for that. May fifth, twenty twenty three, kicking off next summer uh we have nothing other than a logo on this mic but um echo is getting a summer 2023 release um it's just the same logo you're gonna be disappointed when you open it up <laughs> yeah uh, not much to there not much like there. We can move on they didn't bring that. anybody out there the marvels same bit uh july 28th 2023 release confirming that nothing other news didn't bring anybody out for this one so it was just on the screen and on the calendar list moving on 
uh, other than adding season two to the logo, Loki <laughs> as confirmed for a summer 2023 release as well. So we'll go Echo, the Marvels, and Loki season two back yeah. to back. I kind of, I kind of hope and expect that this logo maybe changes a little bit. You know, if you have yeah. letters in different styles, just throw up different letters for season two, right? Yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm sure it will, right? I think you know, uh, whatever they come out with that, that'll be it. Um, here's the big news: Blade finally gets its release date after three years Yay. of seeing Limbo. Uh, of November 3rd, 2023. So they've added an extra November release date for a Marvel movie next uh, in 2023 next year. This was not on the calendar to begin with. So um, we only had three. So this is great uh, for them. They did nothing else with this movie. So uh, <laughs> moving on, Ironheart is in Phase 5 as well. She is getting uh, her debut uh, in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, as we saw. But we'll get her own show in Fall of 2023 so that's good that she'll have like an origin right in black panther and we don't mm-hmm. have to do an origin tv show before we see her along the way mm-hmm. um, so very excited to see what that is agatha house of harkness had a name change to agatha coven of chaos uh i like this better maybe right i don't i mean i don't know what house of harkness means but coven of chaos sounds pretty pretty fun any thoughts? Yeah, it's in, it's interesting. I feel like this show is um, particularly an, um, a sampling of Marvel slash Kevin Feige reacting to the audience. I would bet money that this show was never on the table until the response from WandaVision and her character and her performance and how everybody loved it. And then also maybe even hedge your bet and say even on set when they were filming how much they loved uh, that way that character developed. So this is this kind of shows you what can happen when something goes really, really well in a TV show. You know, let's get the spinoff going. So uh, interesting sample there. We'll see how that one turns out because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't seem like this one was planned, but it's just a nice addition, I suppose. You do the, this was announced last year, right? Well, yeah, I knew it was announced last year, but it wasn't, it wasn't announced until after WandaVision. Because it sounded like you're like, uh, it just made you made it sound like it was announced. I'm like, cool. No, no, no. But, because we didn't really know. We started to get more reports, kind no. of after the Disney yeah. Plus shows have kicked off. That Feige's a little bit more re- uh, reactionary yeah. than we had previously assumed, and this yeah. is just one well, of those things. And I think the the Covenant of Chaos, Chaos Magic, is what you know the Scarlet Witch has, right? So, um, mm-hmm. is this a historical back backlog of of her getting her magic and, and the history of her? Is it? From WandaVision going forward, now that Wanda's gone, is her hex gone on that on her as well? Um, no, maybe. What, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So what does that mean? So there's opportunity here along the way. And it's releasing winter 23, uh, which will go into 2024, they said, um, for that. This news, I had to check this three times to make sure it, <laughs> it was true. Daredevil Born Again, a series on Disney+, Plus coming in spring of 2024 with 18 episodes. Wow. <laughs> 18 episodes. They they are bringing in Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, of course. They they already confirmed that while they, while they were there. But 18 episodes, that is over a quarter of a year, right? Like cuz actually that's more that's four. Yeah, four months. It, four and a half months. This Chris, this is just this is wild. I, I what an emotional roller coaster I went through, yeah. right, when I saw this announced because first of all the title it was right there in front of us all along, and we never guessed it. Born Again, if you're not familiar, 
It's a title of a very, very popular Daredevil comic that has been around for a while. And I feel like that title is doing double duty, right? We're bringing the, the character back, born again, died on Netflix, revived on Disney+. Plus. So the title just fits perfectly, like chef's kiss, like what a, what a great decision. And then when I heard 18 episodes, not only did I think I heard it wrong like yeah. you did, but Feige boasted about it on stage. He was like, not only is it coming back, there's going to be 18 episodes. Like, that is like, see, people like to say the term sea change, right? It's like in music, like when you go up like a whole nother octave, right? This is like a double sea change, right? You know, a, a normal uh, change would be like, oh, we're going to like 12 episodes maybe. No, this is like nearly a season of like law and order, right? This is almost like a full order. Like uh, these people yeah. working on this show, they're gonna, they're not gonna have to worry about their next gig for a while working on this one. Yeah. So and shocking. I'm really curious what is this, what's the strategic move here for 18 episodes? Because I feel like we have to mention whenever we talked about Daredevil on Netflix, right? What was the one thing we always harped on? 13 episodes way too long right right? because they have all of that filler so i i would assume they're addressing that in some way but yeah 18 episodes what is what is going on here i i mean i'm just more curious than anything this is this is the most like we're going to talk about more exciting surprising news but this is the most interesting surprising news i would say 100 percent agree because you know again four and a half months of weekly episodes I assume they're not half hour because Daredevil is a drama, right? Like you wouldn't do half hour drama episodes. It's not enough time to do this. So I assume I, they're. 45. I could see him doing forty minutes, yeah, possibly 40, you know? 45, which you know, st- with commercials as a standard hour show. Um, by eighteen of those, so is this is this the final outing for Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio? Is my question. Like, is this maybe, like we want to lock you in, but we need we have a story we want to tell. Uh, Who knows? Maybe this could be a little bit of like, I don't know, like a playground, if you will. Maybe there'll be whole episodes that don't really involve Daredevil all that much, and it could just be like a soft launch for other characters. Maybe like I just mentioned with the She-Hulk trailer, where are all of these heroes coming from, right? Maybe this is a really deep dive into our current version of the mcu of what's going out there in the world street level right how is this really affecting people on a day-to-day basis 18 episodes could do that could they be bringing in the defenders Uh, or at least jessica jones into this as well yeah maybe when i heard the 18 episode release order you know if you just kind of look at just the way streaming services in general release things i would not be shocked if this was released in parts right Mm -hmm. You know, part one in the spring, part two in the fall, or who knows, maybe even three parts. But I would be pretty surprised if this was a consistent yeah. 18 well, weeks. as of right now, we have to assume so because this is part of phase five. And, and Daredevil Born Again, this is fantastic. Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio, fantastic. Will be followed um, that spring in on May 3rd by Captain America New World Order. This was one of the things that was kind of ruined for us uh, with this copyright one. So Captain America 4 is called New World Order. The new logo is also very much a Sam Wilson color right here. Um, the blue and silver, which is more of his mm-hmm. Captain America suit than the red and white. Um, no no story announcements, just a title. Um, and then in July 26th, we will get ended by the off-rumored but now confirmed Thunderbolts movie. 
Mike, which um, people ask me, what are the Thunderbolts? Well, they are like the Suicide Squad for Marvel. Um, yeah, pretty much the um, villains I'm who cur- you send out to, to get killed. Yeah, I mean, at least in the iterations we've seen of the Suicide Squad on screen, I would say those groupings seem more evil yeah. in nature than maybe the Thunderbolts are being pivoted. At least, you know, if rumors or at least speculation uh, ends up being true, right? Ghost was a villain, but, you know, was maligned earlier in age with a disease, and you can kind of see where it came from. So are these all going to be very redeemable characters that just happen to be villains? Yeah. But I'm not sure. It's interesting to see it ending a phase, for sure. Well, Marvel really hasn't villainized their... um they're a lot of their villains you know if they if they were killed they were true villains the ones that live like u.s agent well yeah he did decapitate someone but you know he's still not a horrible person yelena right we, we've been working with her um or working with um elaine from seinfeld her, her name contessa Val- valentine whatever her name is um so you know these are like really i would say b-list characters who have like you know red in their ledger if you will um but we don't know much about this. The literally says it goes from Captain America to Thunderbolts. But if you back up spring with Daredevil, start it in, in March, uh, March, uh, April, June, July, it would end with Thunderbolts as well, right along the way. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see that it's a film for yeah. sure, because as we all know, if you listen and subscribe to our show, we know my op- opinions of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So if there was a way to start to redeem parts of it i would say a film would be a good way to do it mm-hmm. right yeah and, and both of these seem to be spinoffs of that if i'm going to be completely honest captain america new world mm-hmm. order and thunderbolt seem to be direct decisions from falcon and winter soldier um at, yeah. at the end of it now i will say to me captain america the winter soldier is the one that's going to technically be the big you know tent post at the end of the phase Whereas the Thunderbolts is always that post big event movie at the end of the phase, like like Ant Man was, right? Spider Man, Far From Home, you know, was after Endgame. Like that really wasn't that that kind of yeah. that was like way less, way different than Endgame was. So they they butt right up against each other. I mean, they specifically have Captain America: New World Order just months if not weeks depending on how you like to count your calendar dates uh before thunderbolts so it seems like those stories must intertwine Mm -hmm. in some way to be so close and the the characters being so related in origin and then you know we'll have daredevil born again airing through those dates well i guess depending on if they break it up into parts or not we will find out so yeah well i can uh, see yeah curious how that's gonna end yeah i I can also see daredevil literally almost reacting to both of these movies at the same time but uh, yeah, we've, we've not been lucky enough to have something run 18 episodes on mcu and that's it for the show there's no phase six. Oh wait there's one more thing mike there is a phase six for marvel they didn't stop this, at this all. is the meat this is the surprise i was not expecting yeah. a whole another yeah. timeline you've got to be thinking chris duh they said fantastic four last time where's your fantastic four well, you know what? You're right. We have no information about this movie. Nothing at all. But we do know Fantastic Four will kick off Phase 6 on November 8th, 2024. Now, mm-hmm. this is interesting because when they did this, they started putting a timeline up here with a bunch mm-hmm. of other dates. Um, fall, fall, winter, fall, 2024, 2025. 
literally a year and a half of, of, of these movies uh, and sh- potential shows, and they didn't fill hardly any of them in. I see, yeah. I count eight properties here, Mike. That are eight empty slots, and I will say it once again: we have one more big mm-hmm. Disney Expo coming up for the year. And I would be shocked if all of those slots don't get filled during that presentation. I believe be... they did a say they did confirm these are D twenty three announcements. So yeah, you, you you are your bet has already been won. Um, yeah, and and it's like this is the uh, I feel like this is the this is the, if phase five was like a course of the meal, this is like the one of the final courses of the night. This is where they bring out all the expensive, tasty stuff because I'm looking at two logos that yeah. i feel like i have yeah. not seen that that a in a while what, and a what, what possibly could start with an a <laughs> oh my god not one but two avengers movies with actual titles mike not part one mm-hmm. part two we've got here may 2nd 2025 oh my god the avengers kang dynasty oh my god. did not expect this did mm-hmm. not expect. i saw the copy mark uh, the copyright trademarks. I thought it was a comic book series, right? This 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 could literally be a comic book title, but no. Mm. To hell with us. They're doing Avengers: The King <laughs> Dynasty in May, and guess what? Um, is that six months later, Mike? Am I counting this right? Six months later, they're gonna hit us with Avengers: Secret Wars, the worst kept secret in in the history <laughs> of of Marvel <laughs> Avengers titles. Oh, yeah, right it, it's crazy to see it. It's it's refreshing, right, to see the Avengers logo again. We all knew something like that would be coming out eventually, but just like they just the word Avengers have not been breathed, you know, outside of you know the stories, right? Like, of if there's going to be another grouping, another movie, what's going on? All we knew after Endgame was Feige was saying we're gonna we're gonna be shifting, pivoting a little bit. We won't really be relying so much on the big phases anymore. Uh, I don't know if he's if he changed or pivoted after you said that, or maybe this will truly feel like a different experience. But man, two big Avengers logo, uh, Kang Dynasty uh, it makes me think when people like refer to China with their yeah. different dynasties out there, like you know the Ming Dynasty. Uh, <laughs> And we know uh, there's a little bit of a turmoil out there with the Chinese box office and what China will and won't let into their country anymore. So this could be maybe a a little bit of a subtle nod of like, we don't care about the China box office dollars anymore. Let's go ahead and throw Kang Dynasty uh, below that logo. We don't care if our movies get approved over there anymore. uh, Before before you you get on your your cynical wheel, Kang Dynasty was a comic (laughs) book series from 2001. Um, so it, it, well, it yeah. I, I wasn't saying yeah. it didn't exist, yeah. but like they, I'm sure S&P was just like, ooh, will this title get approved well, over in China? I, There's been a big shift in the box office just within like the last couple of months, a year, yeah. that uh, they're not relying on it so much anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I will digress. Secret Wars, uh, yeah. Chris, this is, where, this is where I ask you specifically. Yes. It seems like, from what I've been hearing out there online, that it seems like this is going to be probably more influenced by the 2015 yes. Hickman run, not the old classic battle world, which was, I think, initially created just to sell merchandise and well, toys, if I remember. I think yeah, that was actually bit. the impetus of the original Secret Wars. Well, the original um, was, yes, but it was also the first really qu- the biggest crossover ever in Marvel. Crossover mm-hmm. events didn't exist. You never had characters exist on this level but you have to 
that's very very much like you got to believe in a, a lot of the stuff that's the, that you, that just doesn't work in the movies these days. It's very comic booky. The 2015 one um, that I own every issue to because it was one of my favorite series um, deals with incursions. Have you heard that word lately um, in, yes, in Marvel? Yes, I have. <laughs> uh, of planets colliding um, and how um, Doctor Doom and Reed Richards uh, wanted to help or tried to solve these issues of worlds colliding, which ended with Doom literally pulling all of these realities together. Into it, It's another battle world, yes, but it's like they're like, oh, like, there were states, and each state was a different Marvel universe. Like here's, oh, everyone is Hulks in this this state. This one is you know the Ultimate Universe. This is the regular universe. This one's the Marvel Zombies universe kind of thing, um, and they all existed on this one planet, um, and kind of like a kingdom thing. So I w- I could easily see them taking parts of that because they've already dropped the incursion word um, uh, out there. I, I- I haven't I haven't read this run, but I feel like I should just to kind of be abreast of the situation that our uh, our uh, heroes might be running into. But isn't the High Evolutionary also involved in that run of Secret Wars? Uh, no, not not think, not, well, not the main run. No. Oh, I think they were involved at least in the original one, if I remember right. Well, but you're thinking, way, you're thinking the be, Beyonder, uh, if anything. There's the Beyonder. Oh, maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Uh, uh, <laughs> either way, there's going to be like space creatures involved, just like yeah. there always is with these uh, big events in Marvel. But two interesting things to note here. Like you said, shocking that these two Avengers movies coming out in the same year. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone would have assumed and been happy if they came out a year apart, much like Infinity yeah. War and Endgame. And who knows, maybe this is a little bit of like, okay, if the movie gets delayed into uh, the next year, at least you know we gave ourselves um, some padding because who knows how much work is going to go into yeah. creating a giant battle world where yep. there's all of these alternate variants of all of our heroes. And who knows, maybe that's when we finally see uh, Tom Cruise in an Iron Man suit, right? Yeah. Um, but there's two dates in the middle between these two Avengers movies. Yeah. And I would be shocked if those two dates don't somehow connect to these two Avengers movies. Like, you can't have these two Avengers movies and then throw something kind of random or inconsequential in between them. So I feel like something's well, got to be going on I, there. I can say one of them I would, I would give a pass because looking at Ant-Man and the Wasp um, in between the Avengers movies last time, right? Um the post-credit scene, yes, but literally the whole story had nothing to do with everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Captain Marvel was the other one, even though you know, you know, she yeah. showed up. At least one's got to be a Disney yeah. Plus show. I mean, just looking at their schedules. I, yeah, 100%. I, I think one's a Disney Plus show. And I think that bottom one has enough space to be a movie title, like based on the spacing oh, of this. Or at least, at least something long. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so there's opportunity there. I will say, literally, of everything announced today that has not already been existing there are no names attached to these projects. And I think that is the part I want to know. Who yeah, is, is it, leading the Avengers? It would, ju- it would just be Armor Wars, right? Well, and then yeah. I guess uh, you could have a sequel to Shang-Chi because mm-hmm. uh, I, I, that's got to fit at some point in time. Uh, uh, so the, the, so I'm gonna, I didn't put this in here because it's just a rumor. The rumored Shang-Chi sequel is called Wreckage of Time as well. Which would tie into there, the the Kang thing. Gotcha. And we could have a third Doctor Strange. Yep. Because we know that's dealing with incursions, so that would make a lot of sense there. So 
uh, yeah, I, I suppose there's going to be at least some number of these have got to be sequels. You know, that mm-hmm. makes the most sense. I mean, I could go, <laughs> I could go back up to in our show notes. We have the uh, oh man, we have so many. We have talked about so. This yeah. has just been jam packed episode. I hope everyone's enjoying this. I'm looking at the uh, phase four. Uh, uh, thing again, yeah. we could have Hawkeye season two. That could yeah. be a possibility. Maybe another Spider-Man movie. Yep. Uh, uh, maybe well, Thor, uh, no, Cap- Thor sequel Cap- might be a little too soon. Captain Marvel three is always an option. Um, yeah, there, could happen. Black Panther three could happen. I, that's a very quick Lo- turnaround, but Loki season three. three? Yeah, that could be. could be a. I mean, we've been dealing if that if we're still keeping on with this multiversal stuff. You know, maybe yeah. Loki three is the last season. Yeah, right, and it wraps everything. That could up, be. That so. could be kick off into the Kang thing because he introduced. Jonathan Majors. Yeah, uh, as exactly. Uh, last week on the show, we talked about that leaked concept art of Doctor Doom. Yep. I'm not saying we're going to see like a, a Victor Von Doom logo up on the screen necessarily, mm-hmm. uh, but do we assume? Do more. That he it could is... be do more, which is um, <laughs> him pitting Atlantis and, and Wakanda. That could lead into a do more. Uh, them fighting yeah. Bavaria if they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, this is uh, this is wild. Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing the Avengers yeah. logo, I would have loved to have been in the room. Mm-hmm. I was looking for reaction videos because I love seeing a big hall of people explode in excitement, but I couldn't find a specific one for the I, announcement. I believe of the this Avengers whole logos. panel is now officially online, minus the footage. Um, gotcha. So okay. I think we can find it now, but it, it did not go up like right away uh, for that. Okay. So I'll, I'll look out for that because yeah. I want to live a little vicariously mm-hmm. through and, that. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, um, it's kind of weird how much that Fantastic Four logo looks like the Avengers logo just backwards, right? Like if, <laughs> if you tilt it, it would be an A. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot of opportunity here to, to tell this story. And what is fantastic to me, Mike, the, one of the best parts um, is this, that they gave it a name. It's not long. It's not the Infinity Saga, right? That was the first twenty-two movies. Now it's the Multiverse Saga, and it will not encompass twenty-two movies. But I'm p- pretty sure it adds up to like thirty-something movies and TV shows along the way. Um, mm-hmm. So they are literally. This, if you were looking for that thread in between these, it's the multiverse. Everything is leading to the multiverse. So um, yeah, and. We have usually seen multiversal stories kind of used as a tool within comic books to reset the status quo, right? Mm-hmm. You know, let's bring all of our characters back to issue ones yeah. so we can sell our issue ones and start our stories from yeah. scratch. Is that what is indeed going to happen within the MCU? Because this is a big old saga. We got two more phases to go oh, through. Shit. It, it, everybody can't make it out of alive of Secret yeah. Wars. I'm sorry. Well, There's got to be some consequential there, deaths, and we did have consequential deaths in Endgame. Yeah. So uh, it seems like they're going to be doing a little bit of resetting uh, here. 100. percent You know, uh, some of these people have been doing this since 2009 uh, or 2008, 2009, 2010, right? Um, I would not. I, I don't put them past putting a Thor four in there, Mike, or making Thor be a sacrifice. Come on, come around the multiverse saga. Um, also, I forgot Eternals could have an Eternals two in here, like possibly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just saying, like there, there's 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 opportunities for other things that you know we may not think performed well. They may be like, well, it was pushing our story forward. But the multiverse saga will wrap up, and then it will kick off the next saga. And I I still think who who is the villain you want to see the most be done so well that you are so excited to see it, Mike. 
I mean, I don't know if you're specifically am, wanting I, to say one thing. There's one thing I want you to I'm, say, but go on. The, I'll I'll say I mean we're still waiting for Galactus. Yes, that is what I'm saying. Time. <laughs> it is Galactus. We do not multiverse. Galactus is not a multiversal threat. He is a universal threat. So is it you know Infinity Saga, multiversal saga, and then whatever the next one is, um, is it an Eternity Saga or like something to do with like the like those beings like Eternity, right? Like the the cosmos, um, the the Kevin Feige saga. Uh, I think he's got another set of, of movies or plans in his book. It's not written in stone. It's in, probably in pencil and a napkin. But I, I think Multiversal Saga is great um, because here's the next here's the next surprising fact. Out of this, Marvel went and started announcing movies beyond Phase five, Phase 6. <laughs> um, we have release dates for unnamed Marvel movies for February 13th, 2026, May 1st, 2026, July 24th, 2026, and November 6th. 2026 god i remember when getting one movie a year was great now we're getting four <laughs> disney plus shows you know what it, i i i would be remiss to say is fatigue around the corner possibly but am i having a good time so far hell yeah <laughs> and you know all all downsides of phase four aside um all the ups there's been ups ups have been high the lows have been low um but it's still when they put those Avengers logos on the screen, Mike, it makes me so damn excited to, to get get and then, and then also to bring things uh, full circle, just with the show in general. Between all of these dates for uh, the MCU that we've talked about, you also have Star Wars, mm-hmm. you also have DC Comics, you yes. have Netflix things, you have Amazon Prime dumping money into mm-hmm. some beautiful looking stuff, uh, Apple Plus shows. Like it's just there's what? never uh, there's never a lack yeah. of things. This to is pull your attention. This is called job security for our podcast. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we, they, Marvel has booked us until at least November of 2026 at this point. So, um, but I think what, what's great about this seeing this, even if it has to fluctuate a little bit, we are little over just that hair over three years away from seeing all this come to fruition. Um, so, what do we not know has happened? Who do we not know has signed on? Who was writing these things? Who were directing these things? I'm so excited to know, Mike. And you know, um, I don't want to knock on DC. That that horse has been beat dead. But like, they literally gave us two things through the end of the year. Um, that we already know, like I, this calendar year, and I'm like, I mean, come on now. I, I totally forgot about the most obvious thing that could be in one of those eight slots. That is probably the biggest thing that they could announce at D23, and that would be X Men. I mean, yes. I don't know if that's something that you save until after uh, a multiversal battle. Uh, or a, like a, a battle world, or do you need a roster of mutants to kind of fill out a battle world in a way? I don't, I don't know, but we know X Men that they got to yeah. be coming sooner or later. <laughs> yes, everyone's everyone's anxiously awaiting the X Men, and honestly, that could be a, a, you know if that's an if that's a D twenty three announcement and that's one of those movies, even better. Um, if it's post, uh, if it's one of the first ones out of fa- on Phase Seven instead of Phase Six. Cool, sign me up. Let's let's kick off with mutants because how also, do you, how do you say mutants exist in a world reset the the world right at the end of Secret Wars mm-hmm. and then boom gotcha. oh, well, we have mutants now so we don't have to explain it here here they are and and then also does a, a legacy Fox character technically uh, Deadpool does that show up in these phase oh, timelines does does he yeah. get included I I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. find out. So so many questions. I'm very excited. I will actually be at D23 
this year. I don't know what I'm going to be able to see. I, I doubt I'll be in the room when all these announcements happen, but I'll at least be able to report back on just the general vibes. I've never been to D23 before. I think that'll be that'll be really fun. So stay tuned. Uh, stay subscribed, obviously, because uh, we got so much yeah. to talk about every week. I mean, are you even prepared for a news cycle where they announce the next actor for Wolverine whenever that yeah. happens? Make sure you're subscribed to us. That'll yeah. happen one day sooner rather than later, and, and you'll want to hear us talk about it. And, and whether you want to hear us talk about it or not, uh, some people might hate us, Mike. I don't know. But we have factual news. We're going to filter out all the junk that you have to go through on Twitter to get here because, by mm-hmm. God, there was so much junk yesterday. Like, fake news articles, people trolling other people. It was real bad for a while there. Um, that's why I had to check four times to make sure Daredevil had 18 episodes because I'm like someone's just messing with me they are just they're just <laughs> yeah, so screwing me over it's a typo it was only supposed to be eight they threw that yeah. one in there because their one, keyboard's broken it was just a one it wasn't even supposed to be an eight just one episode <laughs> of born again no um but yeah so we're doing that but this has been a long episode um for you guys for san diego comic-con i will be at c2e2 in two weeks so um you know we'll be we sitting down in two weeks from now to talk about c2e2 they won't do any announcements there but it'll be a fun time um, but if people know about what we're doing, what we're what you're up to, Mike, where can they find you at? They can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, see your adventures at C2E2 in a couple of weeks, where can they find you? Yes, or you can meet me there. Just uh, hit me up at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87. I hope to see you guys there, and if not, I'll at least tell you what's going on. Uh, people know about the show where they can come back every week. If you're a new listener, you can come back every week. We are consistent right here. Where can they find all that at? Oh, all you got to do is visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all of the uh, avenues we host our little show and to get our awesome show notes. So if you ever needed show notes more in your life, it is this episode. We have so many links in our show notes this week. Lots of collateral, lots of material, lots of things to click on. So head on over to SuperheroSlate.com and get all of that awesome info. It's actually really annoying to hunt down trailers, especially when they all come out at the same time. So we got a nice little itemized list. And also no annoying pop-ups or ads or anything on our site. It's so streamlined. It's just a tool out there for everybody. What's that release schedule that I'm updating immediately after this episode? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, uh, the best tool on their website is our upcoming release uh, calendar. Just a nice little simple itemized list of everything that's coming out in the next couple of years and everything that has come out in the past. So it's a good legacy tool as well. So you don't have to look everything up on a timeline, uh, other websites. So we got that up there for you, superheroslate.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to find podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can get merch. At superheroslate.com slash store. I think we also have a TikTok too. I made one of those a while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't really posted anything there, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start uh, leveraging it sooner or later. So, yeah, if you're on TikTok, I think we got one of those as well. Uh, so, we love our super fans. If you yes. want to be a super fan of this show, it's so easy to do. I'll say it for you it's a simple task. Just share the show with a friend. Share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks. We've been here every week for so long, I lost track of time. I thought it was six years. Chris told me we're on our eighth year. Mm -hmm. So we got a lot of practice doing this show. So stay tuned. Next week, 
We'll talk about the fallout of Comic-Con, I'm yeah. sure. The, the lack of news this week or just the repetition is going to drive me nuts until we get something new. But uh, we'll, we'll yeah. report it for you guys, and we'll be here next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.